Hello, and welcome to TigerCast, the podcast that helps you become a college and career-ready student who is productive, responsible, and engaged. Enjoy this episode, hosted by Intercom High School students. Hi, my name is Joy Sapp. I'm here with Elizabeth Gutek and Sierra White, and we're going to be speaking with Brian Sapp about his lobbying job. Can you give us a description of what you do? Uh, first, we should acknowledge that I'm your brother, so <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> um, what do I do? Um, I get to work with people groups. Uh, people group could be Intercom High School or any high school students or anybody like that and help influence them on different initiatives that reflect public policy. Okay. And what inspired you to become a lobbyist? Um, honestly, I love people. I, I love helping people. I love reaching out to people. I love everything about it. And so I am also very, very, very social. I like to throw parties and entertain guests. So it's kind of a fun job to work with a lot of people and eat, drink, and be merry, but also have um, a reasoning for the partying. And was there anything that you like participated in as a child that impacted your stance on going into the political field? Um, I was actually student body vice president in my elementary school and involved in um, student council and all those types of things, kind of growing up um, through my education journey and also been really involved in just church and um, involved at my college on the student relations side. And so I would say that those things and just kind of kind of developed my passion for people and also uh, helped me um, I didn't really know. You don't really wake up one day and say, I want to be a lobbyist. There's a word that we say, political specialist or legislative advocate. Uh, lobbying is kind of a dirty word in the political world because a lot of them have like bad interests that they lobby for. I don't. Um, but um, So for me, I was just kind of like, you know, how do I get into a world, a career, a career field that helps to influence people? Can you like describe what exactly a lobbyist is? What is a lobbyist? So, again, let's go back to people groups. So there's a big word that we begin to break down. It's called coalitions. And coalitions would be different people groups with different targeted inter- interests. So think of a marketer, someone that's going to target high school, high school seniors to get them to go to a certain school. So they're going to target and market to you guys and make it as appealing as possible to get you to go to that school. A lobbyist would be someone that kind of has that same idea of... Uh, a policy issue that gives is given from the governor or a special interest group that wants us to lobby for the dental hygienists or uh, dentists or any kind of dental groups or anything like that. Um, there, there's actually a schools. Um, there's a teachers associations. And so they hire lobbyists to make sure that their issues are to the governor, or the elected officials, to make sure that it's well representative, represented in the capital. What steps did you have to take to become a lobbyist? Um... I would. That's a great question. I would actually say doing kind of governmental work or any kind of – you can go to school and take public political science in every single college in California has to take a political science class. And so that's basically you know lobbying 101 is just kind of understanding that those, those general concepts. But then just being a specialist in anything – as someone's a teacher, they're a specialist in education. And so a lot of times, like the California Teachers Association, they would then reach out to teachers to have special interests to help them understand where to go and what to do with um, the issues that represent teachers. 
So a step that I would take to become a lobbyist would definitely be get involved in your whatever interests that you like. But from getting involved to getting to any kind of government classes, I'm currently getting my master's degree in public policy and administration. And so getting my master's degree helps me become a specialist in the term public policy. And can you like give us just a brief overview or a story about a time that you helped to get a law passed or you took the initiative to um, kind of put forth your job and just make it happen? Yeah, that's a great question. So I work for the California Dental Hygienist Association. And so the dental hygienists are the people that clean your teeth. So um, we, um, we have this thing called... Uh, advanced practice it's rdhap so you are a specialist already because you're a person that cleans the you know human's teeth but then there's different think about rural parts of california or parts that have they can't come to um, the dentist's office and so a hygienist would then take it mobile and have their own practice to go and um, clean someone else's teeth before 20 years ago you weren't able to do that a dentist was the only person that could do it but dental hygienists, they're the specialists and the people that clean your teeth. Now they're able to go and be mobile all across the state of California and go clean someone's teeth without the supervision of a dentist. So that was the new law for dental hygiene. Um, where do you want to take this career and how do you plan on moving up from it? Uh, my, that's, I was, this is my favorite question of the questions that I knew you were going to ask me. Um, international relations is what I would love to do. I have a huge, massive passion of living in London or overseas. And so think about an ambassador or someone that could work in different foreign countries. And so I would love to do some kind of like international lobbying for banking or finance, um, international relations, and then beyond the, the, be on the UK side or be on London side and then traveling back to the US to lobby their issues um, in America. Okay, and how was the way that you were raised as far as like the way you were nurtured impact you growing up? And do you think that had any impact on your political views that would make you want to go into politics? Um, you know, my, I, grew, I grew up in a really large family, you know that. You, I'm two and you're what, you six? Yeah. Anyway, um, six, she's sixth born and I'm second oldest. And so I would say being from such a large family um, definitely helps me um, learn to deal with multiple personalities. And so engaging with many, many people in just a small household type settings is option A. And then I would even then even say option B is being so involved in my local community. I love the city of Sacramento. Um, I've done many classes and little programs to help kind of evolve my my personal brand for example of being really known and well recognized in the city and so it's kind of just loving people and doing whatever I can do to engage with multiple peoples and know how to talk to different people at the same time has definitely impacted me. Are there any social steps that you should take to get into the political field for example um SMEB, like the most eligible bachelors? Uh, SMEB means Sacramento's most eligible bachelor, and I was that winner this past year. Um, so I would definitely say winning SMEB is, again, being really well-known and being well-recognized in the, in the city, but that's a great question. So, you know, a winner has to campaign, and so for two weeks, I was on TV shows, and I was on different 
you know, being really well recognized. If I would have been this closet candidate, no one would have known who I was. It was up to me to put myself out there, um, brought in those social groups and coalitions through Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, and then having different other other people that were kind of brand ambassadors for me do the same thing and share. And so I kind of created this political public relations strategy to kind of expand um, to the outreach. And so it's it wouldn't do anything if it would just been us and my, our family. Those seven votes would have gotten me elected. But it's you know kind of talking to everyone and getting people on your side to then buy in to what your message is. And for me, it was winning Sacramento's most eligible bachelor. Now I'm going to swing it to Liz and Sierra. What's up, guys? Hi. Okay, so we're going to ask you a couple more questions. Um, where do you see yourself? This is pretty basic. Where do you see yourself in five to ten years from now? Oh, that's great. Um, I would love to see myself, again, political, a, a lobbyist, a political specialist or uh, legislative advocate would be other words that you could use. I could see myself being like a chief of staff to a senator um, for different housing issues or initiatives such as, uh, you know, the high-speed rail, being an expert on energy or something along those lines. I'm definitely early in my career at this point, and I'm still grinding it out, getting my master's degree. But um, after a couple of years of doing this and finishing up my master's degree, I could see myself maybe being a chief of staff in the Capitol or and or working at Washington, D.C. Um, for like a senator or something along those lines. That's a, a goal of mine, at least. Do you feel that your job will always be stable? Absolutely. Um, there's definitely always public interests that people want to get passed for in legislation. Um, also, um, I don't foresee our government going away anytime soon. And so, um, again, being that political specialist or legislative advocate, it's always going to be a need to have someone that knows what they're talking about to represent the issues of the people. And again, we have city representatives, we have senators and congresspeople and governors to do those, um, to be those representatives for that we elect. But there's also initiatives such as like the Teachers Association or the Dental Hygienists Association. And so we represent these people groups to get their interests passed in legislation. What skills do you feel are necessary for this career? Communications for sure. Uh, you have to be able to convince and win someone and also communicate that in written form as well. Um, so we have press, press releases that have to be given to the media or we have a document that has to be submitted to Sacramento Bee to make sure that that specific interest is known in the public. So communications, um, I don't think you can take a class for emotional intelligence, but having a strong emotional IQ can kind of read the room and know your players. And so being able to have an influence mindset um, would be a high, high, high skill. So communications and just being able to be relational. What's the best way to enter your occupation? If I could do it differently, um, I would have gone to a college. It could be a community college. It could be Sac State. It could be Stanford or any college. And I would have um, done government or political political science as a degree, special specializing my degree. And then I would have then interned for a congressperson. Um, you begin to establish a lot of connections in the building. That's what we call the capital. And so you begin to establish a lot of connections and know a lot of people. And then the more people you know, again, that coalition and that influence, and then you can kind of navigate your way to help get your bill passed. 
So let's say I'm lobbying an, an issue, then it's only going to work if I can get the Congress people to then vote for the issue that I have. But if I say, hey, Mr. Senator, do you know that your constituents, the people that you're, you represent, believe in this issue? And I can tell you by this data, by the parties and the events and the things like that that I've thrown and influenced those people, then he's more prone or she, they're more prone to accept that issue because they represent the people that we represent. Are there areas you feel you stu- you could still improve in? I could definitely... Um, I need to get my writing skills a little sharper. I'm hoping that at the end of my master's degree, I will, I'm actually getting tutored right now for that. And so uh, at the end, um, I'm hoping that I'll be a sharper writer um, or if nothing else, know how to um, ask someone to help me and kind of edit my work a little bit better. But either way, that's, that would be a skill that I want to improve on. Why get a master's degree in public policy versus a law degree? Great question. Um, a law degree is for let's say take a senator. So a senator most of the times, not most, a large amount of senators have law degrees. And so a law degree is learning how to write the law. I don't necessarily want to write the law. I want to be a specialist in policy issues. And so learning how to navigate those statutes and those laws that the senators or congress people or the governor has made, that's a better way for me to kind of be effective so to know what the wording means but then how does that affect the people through public policy and administration well thank you so much for your time brian thanks you guys (laughs) thanks for listening to tiger cast make sure to stay tuned for future episodes for more information about scholarships career advice or college readiness activities follow us on twitter at ihs As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.